0: Welcome to Living Well with Robin Stoloff, empowering you to live a healthier life. So glad that you're with me today. It is probably the understatement of the year to say that the last several months have been challenging. The coronavirus pandemic has changed our entire world and our everyday lives. And many people are experiencing a range of emotions like sadness, anxiety, and fear. It's hard enough for us to cope, but for those who are battling an alcohol or drug addiction it's even tougher. And that's why getting help is so important. Joining us now is Dawn Bellamarch, the new CEO of Recovery Centers of America at Lighthouse in Mays Landing. First, Dawn, I want to congratulate you on your promotion to CEO. It is well-deserved, and I'm so glad to see a woman in a CEO position. It always makes me happy. Just give us a little overview of your background.
1: Well, thank you so much, Robin. I really appreciate that. Um, So, you know, as you mentioned, I've been with Recovery Centers of America for three and a half years now at Lighthouse. I, you know, came here as the clinical director and have been able to evolve in some roles, assuming, you know, executive director and now the CEO. So really, you know, seeing Lighthouse and RCA through a lot of growth, we expanded here, you know, from 53 beds to 133. So really just seeing us grow and being able to treat this disease on a larger scale, Um, historically, I did spend about 10 years in the nonprofit sector, and I I did a lot of community-based work. So, you know, I'm very fortunate now to be able to get back to that and um, see how we can help treat this disease across the community and across our state and, you know, really help a lot of people who are struggling with some challenges that they may never have experienced in the past.
0: Absolutely. And as I mentioned, this has been a year like really none of us have, has ever seen before. And are you right. seeing a rise in substance abuse and people needing help?
1: We are. And, you know, the unfortunate side effect of probably a quarantine and a pandemic is we're seeing a lot more people who need help that may never have reached out for help before. So, you know, a lot of people who have never not worked for a couple months at a time or, you know, unfortunately, businesses being lost. A lot of, you know, some of our individuals that have, are in recovery are used to going to a face-to-face 12-step meeting every day, and now things are virtual. So we're, we're seeing the impact, you know, definitely greatly in the local community, but just as a result of so much change and, and so much uncertainty, and we're seeing a rise in people who've never had access treatment before coming through the doors.
0: I would imagine that would be the case. And you have residential inpatient and outpatient programs, and I'd like to discuss both. But first, let's talk about your inpatient treatment, how that works, and also safety issues surrounding the virus.
1: Sure. So right now, our point of entry for any individual coming in for either inpatient or outpatient treatment is 1-800-RECOVERY. You know, most people have seen the signage and are familiar with the number, but that's our point of access for any level of care for someone who's needing help. On the inpatient side, we really put a lot of great precautions in place around COVID, and not only to allay you know anyone's fears coming into treatment, but to make sure that we take the precautions. They're normalized, and people are able to access you know the exceptional substance use treatment they've come to know. So we do have you know an extended evaluation unit, which is really just an area where an individual receives their COVID test, and they you know are ext- essentially you know, waiting on the results before engaging in treatment. Our lab has been fantastic, so the turnaround times are relatively quick, and the impact for the patient is very minimal. You know, I think it allays a lot of fears that our patients are able to get that COVID test upon admission so that they can continue on their treatment journey, you know, with minimal impact. We do have, you know, masks, obviously, as most of us are aware, are vital to, you know, of course. reducing the potential transmission of the disease. So that is a requirement in the building. I feel like for the most part, we've really created a culture around, you know, this is our new normal now. Mm-hmm. And it's the expectation for everyone. So, you know, uh, the patients and, and members of our team have really taken to it well. And I think at this point, you know, treatment is the priority. And those things are kind of secondary in the expectation to ensure that, you know, everyone is receiving substance use treatment while staying as safe as possible.
0: Walk us through what happens when you come into Recovery Centers of America, you've decided you need treatment, and you, I I guess, start with detox. Is that correct?
1: Yes. So, and obviously, you know, depending on um, the level of use and issues that an individual is dealing with, you know, as I mentioned, first point of contact is typically that 1-800-RECOVERY member of our team will answer the phone in 10 seconds or less. It's always a live person 24-7. And at that point, a really brief assessment is done. You know, some of the COVID questions that we've come to know are asked, but really around, you know, substance use and current struggles and really how we can help. And at that point, you know, if the patient is driving, has someone driving them in or driving themselves in, we admit 24-7. But if not, we deploy transport anywhere, everywhere, and, and pretty immediate to, you know, go pick the patient up. And as soon as they come in, they're, they're part of the Lighthouse family. You know, they're greeted very warmly. Their admission assessment is is rather quick. You know, right now with the precautions, everyone is provided a mask, you know, as they mm-hmm. walk through the door, and they start their journey on the extended evaluation unit. And, you know, it's, it's really – we have a great kind of culture here with our team and and we didn't want to lose that with anything. So our patients, we want them to feel at home and welcome and that this is a place that they can get well from the moment they hit the door.
0: And I was there, as you know, we did a (laughs) series of uh, interviews. I spoke with so many people there on your team and I just have to say everybody was just wonderful and lovely and before all of this happened with COVID. And it is such a warm, beautiful environment. I had a chance to eat in the uh, eating area, the cafeteria area. And it was just so, it, it just felt so homey and so comfortable. And that's a really important part of it, isn't it?
1: Yeah. And we really appreciate that. I mean, we put a lot of, you know, effort into that because making the decision to get help is not an easy one. And we realize that our patients are making a decision that is going to be life-changing for them. We, we want them to be comfortable. We want them to know we're here to help. And we want to reduce any potential barriers before they even enter. So, you know, it is great. I mean, I know we feel it. But for, you know, patients coming in or visitors, we're glad that we're able to, you know, have that culture, a place where people want to come and want to get well.
0: So what exactly do you do during treatment?
1: So our patient experience really varies on the program that they're coming into and their needs. Um, All of our patients on the inpatient level of care are with us typically 30 to 40 days. And, you know, based on their presentation, what has worked in the past or a program we deem that might work for them, they're really set up with their clinical team. So right now we have, you know, programs for older adults, programs for younger adults, We have a prize program, which is really for individuals who've had sustained recovery in the past. And, you know, are essentially, you know, working with other individuals during their treatment to help figure out how to, you know, revamp their recovery program and continue along their journey of sobriety. We have a trauma program for any patients coming in who have experienced some level of trauma throughout their life. We have certified trauma professionals. And, you know, really it's Tailoring a program to meet their needs. The group sizes are small. Primary groups are eight or nine people. And, you know, it's really just creating an experience where our patients get a lot of clinical services, 12-step services, and then, you know, start designing a program that they can sustain for the rest of their life.
0: The 12-step program, as we all know, has been extremely valuable for people in the recovery. And are you finding that being in a residential environment like that really helps because people can share with one another and and maybe they don't have the exact story, but they all are going through substance abuse?
1: Yes. And not only that, we're so fortunate to have a 12-step recovery instructor That is actually, you know, on our team and on our staff. And, you know, it's not just the peer-to-peer approach that helps our patients, but, you know, our 12-step recovery instructor is someone who knows the big book inside and out, is in long-term recovery, and is able to walk them through the steps, Mm -hmm. is able to walk them through the big book. And, you know, it's a core component of the work we do, and it's helping every patient understand how to work a program that's based around their needs. Um, with principals that have worked for, you know, decades.
0: Yes, and you also incorporated faith-based programs, and I think that is great for, for patients.
1: Yeah, it's wonderful. I mean, you know, one of the great things about RCA is we're always willing to think outside the box and innovate when it comes to programming, and David Dorshu, you know, who's our CEO here prior, really created the Christian program around the tenants that people can come into treatment and and find that spiritual component that they may be lacking through their active addiction. We have exceptional spiritual advisors. It's one of the number one positive shouted out things our patients mention at discharge is that relationship with the spiritual advisor. Every Sunday morning, we have, you know, a spiritual service. And, you know, post COVID, we'll be able to welcome some visitors back into the building. But It's extremely well-received. It's something that I feel individuals struggling with addiction don't realize, you know, the impact on their spiritual Mm well-being. And being able to make that investment, you know, back in themselves while they're at Lighthouse has been truly life-altering for our patient population.
0: I just think that is great. And the idea, obviously, is to get them well so they can leave and have productive, happy lives. And you (coughs) have a lot of support. Yes.
1: Yes. And I mean, we're very fortunate to have, you know, a full continuum of care for our patients. So, you know, completing detox residential treatment 30 to 40 days and then being able to step down to our outpatient program is really a benefit because there's a lot of communication that we can have. There's rapport building. So the patient who already feels comfortable with Lighthouse is able to continue. And, you know, we're really fortunate to be able to offer a considerable amount of telehealth services services you know, through our outpatient programming during this time, which has been very advantageous to our patients.
0: Yes. Talk a little bit more about that because we now are all living in this virtual world. And what types of programs are you offering online?
1: So right now we are, you know, our entire outpatient program for the most part, our partial care IOP and general outpatient groups are being held telehealth. The individual sessions with the counselors are also being done virtually as well. We're hoping to increase, amount of groups and individual services we're able to offer over the next week so you know stay tuned for more information on that but right now it's been a lot of virtual group work it i think in the beginning it was you know figuring out how we're all working and functioning in this new landscape but it's been very successful the patients have received it well and i think in a time where you know, we've been maybe isolated to our homes and, and some jobs have been closing and not a lot of things opened, it's really been a value add for our patients to be able to continue in treatment virtually.
0: And in some ways, I mean, none of us want to be in this situation, but in some ways, there are some positives with it, transportation issues, and the fact that you can be in the comfort of your own home. Sometimes people might feel a little more at ease that way, just sitting behind a computer screen as opposed to, you know, being in a group. So are you finding that people are taking to it and learning from it and feeling comfortable using the telehealth service?
1: Yes, I I do think, you know, as you mentioned, it breaks down a lot of barriers that a patient might have for treatment, right? It's, you know, your job or transportation or the hours of the groups are, have historically been barriers given everything that's going on in the virtual platform, a lot of those barriers are reduced or, you know, altogether wiped out. So it has been, I think the greatest value add has been our, you know, 12-step meetings and treatment are historically concepts we think of as face-to-face or group meetings in front of a therapist. And in a time where a lot of those face-to-face activities have been you know, reduced given the situation, we've been able to continue treating our patients. They've been able to check in with a the therapist. They have are still able to get the peer support. They're still able to work their steps and get a 12-step meeting. So it, it's been really incredible to watch.
0: It is amazing that people have adjusted and adapted to this new world. And I'm so glad that it is working for you. Now, let's talk about a little bit more of the nuts and bolts most insurances are accepted at Recovery Centers of America?
1: Yes, we are in that work with most payers. And, you know, on our outpatient side, we take Medicaid. So that is a definite an opportunity for anyone in a partial care intensive outpatient and general outpatient programs. And, you know, we have seven inpatient facilities right now that we're able to offer services to. So I always tell people if you're in need of help, call Wayne 100 Recovery. Even if we are not able to, you know, bring you on site for whatever reason, we link our patients up with any and all resources they need to receive treatment and help. That
0: is great. And locations now in Maryland, Pennsylvania, New Jersey, and Massachusetts. So you have lots of people behind you, lots of research, and just a wonderful team there. I have to say, when I was there, I just got a great, wonderful, warm feeling from everyone. And I can't tell you how... uh, much it's needed in this community and how much it's appreciated by so many of your patients. I I know that you hear so many positives from them.
1: Well, we're so grateful. And, you know, we look forward to having once all the restrictions are lifted, more people coming through and Robin, you visiting and, you know, coming back through the facility because it really is a testament to the community that, you know, we're able to do the work we do and provide the help we can to so many. Because as you mentioned, it's greatly needed
0: it is greatly needed, especially right now. And you're changing people's lives. You're helping people live better, happier, longer lives. And that's really what the bottom line is. And uh, get away from their addiction and learn to be productive and and happy in this world. So I'm so glad to have had this time to speak with you. Dawn Bellamarch, the new CEO of Recovery Centers of America. And again, Dawn, where can people reach out to you?
1: So, you know, 1-800 recovery is always the easiest way, but my direct number here at Lighthouse, I can be reached anytime, is, you know, 609-837-4602. But if anyone is listening and in need of help or knows a loved one who needs help, 1-800 recovery 24/7 a live person.
0: That is really great because when you do make that call, sometimes it can be difficult. You want somebody to answer the phone and be there for you. So it's good to know someone's always there at the other end. Thank you so much for joining us, Dawn Bellamarch. And thank you all for being with us today. Another episode of the new podcast, Living Well with Robin Stoloff, empowering you to live a healthier life. See you next time.